0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Young and Biblical. My name is Cruz, and I know it's crazy, you know. I'm sticking to a schedule where I'm uploading another episode within two weeks. So hopefully this continues, um, and hopefully there's no crazy life changes I'll go through that will prevent me from uploading these podcast episodes, because I really do enjoy doing these, and I feel like I am helping people. Uh, learn more about the gospel or just remind them of things that maybe they didn't think about in a while. So, today I have uh, another thing like I did two weeks ago, which is not doing the James series for right now. Um, this is just a message that I thought of that I think would be really good for a lot of people to hear. So, um, it's going to be in Isaiah 40, and also there's a verse in Second Corinthians 12 that I'll be going into. So without further ado, let's get into this episode with some scripture in Isaiah 40. Starting in verse 28 of Isaiah 40. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even though youths shall faint and be weary and young men shall fall exhausted. but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. they shall walk and not faint. It's kind of cool. I have this shirt that has the the end of verse 31 uh, on it. My mom bought it for me while I think I was still in high school. And it's, it's a running shirt. Um, if you didn't know, I used to run track and I, I used to do 5Ks. Um, not so much anymore. I'm kind of out of shape, but getting back in it. But it, it was a cool verse that um, related to my point in life. And um, for that particular reason, it, it was kind of cool to me. But now that I read it again, you know, reading more in into Isaiah forty, you know, you see that it's not actually about exercise. You know, it's it's about um, our walk with Christ, and um, it says in verse the first part of verse thirty-one, before the running and not being weary, it says, "But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength." You know, if if we are believing in God and we are doing His work and we're every day we're praising Him and sharing His Word, you know we'll never get tired of that. And as long as we are focused on God, we shall not grow weary, and we'll have our strength renewed through Him. And it's it's really cool to see. Um, I remember wearing that shirt out in public. I I think I was DoorDash, and it was a couple months ago. And I went to this really cool pizza place here in Oxford to pick up somebody's food. And one of the girls that was working there was like, oh my gosh, I love your shirt. That's my favorite Bible verse. And uh, she went and while I was waiting for the food, I was talking to her and she's like, yeah, my dad, um, he painted like parts of the scripture onto her wall when she was younger and she she loved it. And uh, so that's been her verse, favorite verse for, I guess, forever. Um, I didn't end up uh keeping in touch with the girl but i hope she's doing good so if whoever i don't remember her name um but i hope she's doing good (laughs) Uh, what am i talking about anyways um i'm getting off track it's been as i mentioned last week it's been weird getting back into this um so hopefully this episode turns out good but going more in depth into the verses um it, it starts off in verse 28 that we read um, saying that God will never grow weary. He doesn't grow faint. His understanding is unsearchable. Um, there's nothing that we could do. There's nothing this whole world could do that could get God tired. You know, he is the all powerful being. He can do all things. And um, so... When you think about like all your little problems, you know that we're going through, and especially I—I assume most people listening to this are from America. I know I have a few international visitors or visitors listeners, um, but living in America, we don't have many things to worry about. Um, I've mentioned that I've been on mission to Brazil, and visiting there, you go and you talk to these people and they're they're always happy. They're always, you know, um just kind and just good people and they have nothing. You know, they they have all these problems like they don't know where their next meal is going to come from. They don't know if they're going to have a place to stay tonight that, you know, is safe. They don't know. And yet they're always happy. And they they serve the Lord and it's really cool to see um, that they're so dedicated to their walks to where they, they might not eat one day, but you know, they'll praise the Lord. And that's, that's just so cool to see. I, I, I just love that about Brazil and just people in general. Um, but it, it gets to the point that I really want to show here is that when we are at our weak weakest you know, when we are at our lowest and everything's going downhill, you know, there's one thing that is always there, and that's God. He doesn't grow tired of us. You know, His understanding is unsearchable. There's nothing He won't understand about us. And there's nothing that Jesus went through that we could ever touch. You know, He was crucified. He was mocked. He was uh, tortured. He understands what we're going through. And if if you're going through a rough time right now, I, I hope it gets better. And I pray it gets better. But go to Jesus with it. Go to God with it. You know, he, he'll understand and he'll, you know, it might not get resolved right away, but or in the way that you might want But it'll get resolved and it'll further the kingdom of Christ. And that's that's the focus that we should focus on. You know, whatever you're going through, it's it's an opportunity to share Christ. And when you're at your weakest, you know, you are closer to God than you'll ever be. Because you need him more than ever. Um, And... I think it's a really cool thing that I realized a while back. I, I talked about this in my testimony, which I still haven't uploaded. I need to upload it. But um when when my dad died and I was I was probably at my lowest then. Um, you know, uh I, I didn't know why it happened. I didn't know like why God would take my father away from me when I was so young. You know, you're supposed to see your parents die on like when they're 80 but um he died when i was 6 and i didn't understand it for a while but i came to understand later that um a lot of people may have lost their father, their parents, their brothers, sisters, whatever it may be. They may have lost people and you can use that to relate to people is like I'm I mentioned this in my testimony. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast. I'm sure I have. But I, I talked to a kid at a youth camp I was working at, and he his father had recently passed in a car crash, very similar story to mine. And um, I'd shared my testimony there and he he related to it and he was able to see, like, through my story how Christ used me and um, and he got saved through that. And that was, that was probably one of the best moments of my life, um, that I finally realized, you know, why. So, um, whatever you're going through, use it to, um, further God's kingdom. There, there was a buddy of mine. I I know I've talked about this on the podcast named Chase and he he'd gotten cancer in high school. And, um, you know, he, he was quoted as saying this. Uh, he, he prayed that he didn't waste his cancer on, um, on like not sharing the gospel through it. You know, there's so many people that go through cancer and sickness and all that. And he, he was able to use it to further God's ministry. And that's, that's so cool. Um, but it, it really illustrates the point I'm trying to get across, you know, there was no lower point in Chase's life. There was no lower point in my life. And we were able to use it to um, further God's kingdom. And that's that's how we have to have our mindset is how can I change this bad situation into a good one? Um, and, and it might not be easy. It's not going to be easy. I can tell you that. It was, it was very difficult for me, but... Um, it, it's worth it. It truly is. Um, carrying on, I want to talk about Second Corinthians twelve nine, and as I pull it up on my phone, um, it it really relates to how how imperfect we are. God is more perfect. God is perfect beyond all comprehension, um, and with us being as well. As blatant as it is human as we are, uh, we're gonna sin. We're gonna sin every single day. We're gonna disappoint God every single day, and we are never gonna be able to do enough to be perfect. And our our strength, like as strong as we are, you know, the greatest Christian that I, I could think of off the top of my head would be like Billy Graham you know Billy Graham was a, a wonderful man he was a great christian he was a wonderful preacher but if he didn't know christ then he would not get to heaven um you can name think of millions and millions or probably not millions tons and tons of people that are, are good people you know and they're they're strong and you know wise and kind and humble but if they don't know christ then it's all meaningless. Um, it says in Second Corinthians twelve nine. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That is in the New Testament. I know Isaiah is in the Old Testament, but this is in the New Testament. This is uh, parts of words that Christ has said, you know, this is straight from the horse's mouth. Is that? I think that's the saying. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, but it just shows that if Christ says that his grace is sufficient for you, his power is made perfect in our weaknesses, then no matter how weak we are in our faith, no matter how strong we are physically or mentally, it's all worth nothing. Because the only thing that will make us truly strong is Christ's love and Christ's grace. Um, and we were when we're at our lowest, you know, he is able to use us far more than when we are at our highest. Um, there's multiple songs that I can think of. Uh, Hills and Valleys by, I think it's Torin Wells. Fantastic song. Um and talks about, you know, when he's at his highest, he will praise God. But when he's at his lowest, he will praise God as well. Um, and it's really important to remember that while we at our, while we are at our highest, you know, there's a reason we're there. And that's God. And when we're at our lowest, you know, there's a reason that it will get better. And that's Christ. And that's God. And he loves us so much that he sent his only son to die for us. And it's it's crazy that you know when we're going through things, we we always turn to God, and it even happens in the real world, like real world. We're not talking about it. Even happens in people that aren't Christians. You know, um, I can remember back to when Hurricane Katrina happened. Um, people were like, "Where's God? You know, why did He let this happen?" And, um. There was a ton of property damage, a ton of lives lost. And I just want to clarify this. You know, it's not God um, sending hurricanes to kill people. It's not that. No, trust me. It's allowing, God's allowing us to be tempted. And, you know, you think about that and it's like, wait, God loves me. Why is he allowing me to be tempted? Well, here's the thing. it's shown throughout scripture that, you know, God's not the one sending down, you know, bad things for us. The devil is. It it says it in Job, you know, um, Job was this great man. You know, he followed, he loved God with all his heart and the devil uh, tempt, God allowed the devil to tempt him. And uh the devil took away like his family, his riches, his house, you know, everything from him. And he was tempted, but he did not give in. You know, he, he was at his lowest, but he did not give in because he loved God. And I truly believe that his faith was stronger because of the trials that he went through. As we were talking about in James, you know, um, it was, I'm trying to remember the exact scripture. So I I don't want to misquote scripture. That's very bad thing to do. Um, It's James 1 verse 3. It says, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Whatever you're going through, you know, it's going to help you further and strengthen your faith. And when you're at your weakest, God is at his highest. And that is a mindset that you have to lock into, is that, you know, I may fall to sin every single day. I may struggle with um, temptation, you know, whatever it is. If it's um, lust, hate, anger, um, lying, greed, whatever it is, you know, when I'm struggling with it, I need to know that God is there for me. And he always will be, you know, His, as we talked about, um, you know, he, he will never get tired of us. He loves us he sent his own son to die for us you know and of course he's gonna be there for us you know I can't imagine that someone that would send their son to die for you would then while you're going through something not care for you and not help you That just doesn't make sense right so that's all I have for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed. Um, I will get into the referral section in just a moment. Okay, so for my recommendation for this week, I am going to recommend my favorite fast food restaurant. Well, sort of fast food? Um, it's, I'm currently wishing that there was one near me. That wasn't on campus, but when I go visit my family in Spring Hill, I will 100% eat there probably five times, and that is Panda Express. Panda Express is the greatest fast food restaurant, and if I was forced to have a last meal, it would 100% be orange chicken from Panda Express. So if you are ever near Panda Express, I highly encourage you to go get you some orange chicken from there, it's fantastic. Uh, you will not be disappointed. So that's that's my recommendation for this week, Panda Express. Thank you for listening to Young and Biblical episode 21. If you enjoyed, please follow me on Spotify. Keep up to date on episodes whenever I release them. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I will also post whenever I uh, am going to release an episode and also teasers a couple of days before um the episode that will show what scripture I'll be in or, um, maybe like the topic. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'll post a story whenever I upload an episode and you can follow me on Facebook and I will send a link there every time I upload an episode. So if you enjoyed, thank you. And I will see you in two weeks.